All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Limbless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Raya, and today I have a special guest, Dr. Tom Burns. Tom is an orthopedic surgeon. He's an owner of a private real estate equity firm in Austin called Presario Ventures. He's single-handedly helping physicians unlock the golden handcuffs all over the country. Good friends with Robert Kiyosaki. His book, Why Doctors Don't Get Rich, you know, bestseller. And it's influenced me. It helped me become, you know, the doctor entrepreneur that I am. And, you know, he travels the world. He's uh, an amazing family man. And, you know, he's an amazing businessman. And, and today we're going to unlock his secrets and we're going to unlock the way you as physicians can up level your game. So, Tom, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm honored, man. I appreciate it. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week? create legacy building wealth and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD. My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. Let's do this, man. Why? Why get started with all this? Why not be an orthopedic dude? You know, well, it's, gee, I loved orthopedics, you know, uh, but we're going to be talking a little bit about creating passive income and real estate and things like that. And I just happened to do the two together and uh, they worked. They worked like salt and pepper, man. That passive income made my orthopedics just wonderful. And so, you know, that's what that's what that can do for you. It can make your medical practice really enjoyable or if you're and that certain group that wants to exit medicine, it can help you get out. Yeah. You know, um, uh, the generation that practiced maybe 20 years ago didn't have a lot of the options we have now as physicians. Uh, right. Do you think things have changed um, with the changing of the guard in medicine? Yeah, they, they really have. And, you know, I've got a daughter that's a physician. Uh, I kind of gave her both sides of the story while she was coming up, but you know, back then, way back then, uh, before 20 years ago, the docs kind of were, they were, they were the man or the woman, so to speak. They, they gave the orders and, and things happened. And, you know, we, uh, we were really good at what we did, but the business folks were a little bit better at it. And so we've sort of gradually lost our power. And so there's not, it's not the power now that we had before. Uh, everybody still has the same urge to, to heal suffering and make people better and, 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 you know, work together as a community. But unfortunately, you've got somebody that doesn't have that training, doesn't have that desire, who's given you orders on what you're supposed to do. So that disconnect has really made it uncomfortable for a lot of physicians today. So uh, it's the powers that be that have come in, business folks, you know, yeah. people who are really after the bottom line that have sort of maybe stolen the soul of medicine a little bit, you know, in a way. And um, it's allowed doctors not to retain their autonomy. Right. And autonomy is a, is a huge deal. We want to we want to be I mean, we're all humans, right? We want we want to be in charge of our life as much as we can. You know, that's why we build shelters and have indoor bathrooms. We want to control our environment. And um, it's uh, it's frustrating. And 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 you get that feeling of being trapped when you're not you're not in control of your life, no matter how hard you work. You still don't have that control. You know, the education we get as physicians, medical school, residency, fellowship, um, you know, not much business education. Uh, can you comment on that? And also tell me maybe how did you figure out 
your 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 alternative path. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they, whoever they is, I wonder if they don't want us to know business, right? Uh, but yeah, we got, I mean, I went through high school, college, med school, and, and uh, you know, residency fellowship training. There wasn't a business class in there. I, I could have taken some as an elective, and I wish I had. Um, but uh, it, it's, yeah, it's, it, it, it's not there. And, then, and of course, it makes us great doctors. Uh, for me, it, you know, quite honestly, it just happened. You know, I became an orthopedic surgeon because I was an athlete and I was a pretty good one. But as I tell everybody, there's levels of good and you were never going to see me on TV uh, playing sports. So I needed something, chose orthopedics so I could be a sports guy. So I just followed that path. Right. I went to I did whatever they required me to do in college. Uh, and then uh, actually, I partied a little too much in college. And I finally I got through. But uh, <laughs> got to med school, did my thing. And uh, and was in residency training as an orthopedic surgeon, and this was a key turning point. I I didn't know anything, right? I had had no training. My parents were not entrepreneurial. My dad was a government cop, uh, was a Secret Service agent, so oh, wow. didn't have that in the family. I get about halfway, maybe a little more, in my residency, and we watched the doctors that are teaching us. Those are our mentors. It's the apprenticeship model, right? We, we apprentice under people that are where we want to be in the future. And these guys were 10, 20, 30 years ahead of me. And I watched what they were doing and they were, you know, they had multiple marriages. They hmm. were in the hospital late at night, working hard all the time, complaining a lot. You know, you get in the doctor's lounge, you just keep your mouth shut. You listen, those doctors will complain. That happened to me enough that I tell people it was either a touch from God or, or blind luck. But I thought, you know what? I don't want their money if I got to have their life. I did not get into medicine and I did not grow up to, to be shackled by that kind of stuff. So um, that's what set me to looking for something else. And I did look at a lot of other things and they just didn't fit my busy lifestyle or my talent set and finally kind of settled on real estate because it moves nice and slow. And uh, that, that worked for me with the surgeon schedule. Uh, Tom, I guess I have to stop and that quote, it still is amazing, man. Uh, so guys, if you didn't catch it, he goes, I, if you don't, you know, I don't want their money yeah, because I don't want their life essentially, you know, and that's what it is, right? Um, you, you look at these plastic surgeons, you look at all these, you know, really high-end physicians and they're, they're making ton, ton of money. They have a nice car, a nice home, perhaps, you know, multiple marriages, and they they paid a price, and that maybe that price is too high for that income, right? And Tom's like, "Hey, is there a better way?" And you you settled on something. And I know there's a serendipitous moment, you know, at the car wash where you know <laughs> you pick up one of the early forms of Robert Kiyosaki's book, but yeah. that led that that started a journey for you. Yeah, and I actually started the journey before that because you know I found out, hey, I need to. I need to read. I need to talk to people that are smarter than me, which wasn't hard to find those people because I didn't know anything about business and real estate. So I was reading everything I could. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's when I came across that book. And that did crystallize things. I wanted I wanted some income coming in that wasn't correlated with medicine, that didn't necessarily require a lot of effort. And I really didn't know the term passive income until I, you know, until I read Robert's book. And, you know, if you look in the book, uh, there, there's, a, there's the graphic of the income statement and balance sheet, right? Uh, income and expense boxes on top with asset and liability below. That became my business plan. All I wanted to do was put stuff in the asset box that was going to create income for the income column. And I didn't care what it was. It wasn't always real estate. Real estate was just the lowest hanging fruit. So 
that was my simple business plan and it worked out okay. That's awesome. And now tell me, uh, let's, let's, let's define assets for the doctors that, that are new to the game here a little bit. What was an asset, Tom? Right, right. It's not your golf clubs, guys. <laughs> uh, it's not your car. It's not your Tesla. Uh, and I like Robert's, I, I like Robert Kiyosaki's uh, definition, which is an asset is something that puts money in your pocket. Okay. A liability is something that takes it out of your pocket. So your Tesla and your golf clubs are taking money out of your pocket. They're not, they're not bringing any money back. So you want something that's going to be out there producing income, mm -hmm. preferably when you sleep, when you play with your kids, when you're at work, when you're on vacation, it doesn't matter. The stuff just keeps coming in and you can't stop it. That's an, that's what an asset does for you. Liabilities, on the other hand, they bleed you. Um, you know, and liabilities are, are the payments on your car, the payments on your house, believe it or not. Some will say that's an investment, but that's an argument can, we can have later. But, uh, you know, th those are not creating income for you. And so uh, you would like to you would like to eliminate those consumer liabilities, you'd like to not be paying, you know, you hopefully not be paying on time for your furniture and be nice to get that car paid off. Uh, there are times when depending on the rate you're paying and you can use you can use that money to buy an asset so there's there's a big long discussion for that but try to limit your liabilities so uh you're putting assets in these are putting money in your pocket they're essentially working for you even when you're not working and uh -huh. and, and that's really i mean a lot of people say you know what's the secret to being rich or wealthy or you know really successful and create generational wealth uh, it's not that complicated it's adding these assets into your asset column and reducing your liabilities. And it's essentially leverage professionally and deleverage personally. It's almost like, you know, use the smart debt to get these kind of assets. And, right. um, and, and obviously everyone knows real estate. It's, it's one of the most common asset classes and it's really approachable, but let's, let's go deeper. Cause uh, the people who listen to the podcast, Tom, they're really sophisticated, yeah. really smart. A lot of them are not newbies. So I want you to now unlock that brain of yours and share with me, maybe three or five other asset classes that are so, sort of overlooked that people maybe can add to their asset column. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's debt. You can buy debt uh, and you can arbitrage that and make a, and make a profit on that. Um, you know, like factoring, you've got things like that. There are, there are, there are streams of income you can buy. Uh, that's one uh, doesn't have quite the, the tax benefits of real estate. That's one of the, one of the many beauties of real estate. Um, you can buy into a business. Uh, you know, you do that when you buy stock. I'm not the biggest fan of the stock market, but you can buy directly into a business uh, and hopefully get a, a percentage of profits. There are private funds out there that invest in all kinds of things. You know, I've I've got I've got one that we invest. We buy we buy software companies. You know, profitable software companies. Uh, uh, so there's and, and you know there's uh, all they all are physicians. There are a lot of people out there with uh, medical devices. Now there's a risk strata that that goes through. You know some the, the there is more risk on on early stage things, and there's a little less risk on the real estate side. So uh, and then there's alternatives. My friend Dave Zook does ATMs. Most of the docs have probably heard about that. I've got money in that. There's oil and gas for 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 physicians. Uh, oil and gas can be a good one. Um, I can tell you transparently, I struck out my first three times. Uh, I got the tax break, but I still struck out. So I lost money overall, but uh, try not to let the tax tail wag the dog. But if you can find 
a cash flowing oil and gas investment and get the write-off on your ordinary income, that's a huge double whammy for folks that are, and in a positive way for physicians and professionals. Yeah, that's, guys, that, that last one, oil and gas is phenomenal, but I want to talk about some other ones. ATMs, it's not well spoken about, but it is really a smart one to think about. Medical devices, venture capital you know, companies or funds have opportunities, or you can actually invest in the VC, depending on what the minimums are. You know, uh, you, you know, like a lot of people who want to rehab houses, they need money. And so you, you they're expecting to pay 12 to 10, 10 to 12%, right? right and then, you know, um, and, and you can loan them that money and you can do that, or you can borrow someone from 6% and then pay those guys 12%. You can do some kind of arbitrage. And so there's so mm -hmm. many different things that, um, and you, you just really open a lot of people's eyes, Tom, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's and Kiyosaki always says this. Yeah, there's there's infinite ways to make money. You can I I can tell you the crazy. I'm in a group called Tiger Twenty One, and these guys all have these crazy businesses. You'd be shocked at the the little simple widgets that these guys make and and create companies worth millions and millions of dollars. So uh, there's somebody out there. Everything we're using on this Zoom call was made by somebody and invested in at some point in time. So there's a lot of ways to make money. Uh, Real estate just fits our schedule. It can be done really passively. And so you can have somebody knowledgeable. You can leverage the knowledge, experience, and network of somebody else and, and invest with them. And that's, that's what works well for us. So, Tom, uh, you've already mentioned that and hinted at it, but I want to get into this. So the, the concept of the mastermind, it was first created by Napoleon Hill, or he at least described the concept of essentially yeah. like-minded individuals coming together and essentially you know, learning from each other up leveling each other, supporting each other for the common good. And these people, you know, they're they either equal to or higher than where you are. And right. it's it's a collection of curated individuals who who are growth mindset oriented. So that's what it is. Obviously, you yourself are in one. Uh, many people are wondering, hey, why do you need to be in one, Tom? You seem to know everything. Like explain oh. that that concept to me. Like nobody knows everything, especially me. Um and listen, there's, there's everybody in the world knows something you don't know. And so you don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. You want to be you want to be the the least talented player on the team if you can get on that team because you learn from everybody else. So, I, Vic, I spend a quarter of a million dollars a year to be a member of, of various masterminds. So wow. okay. that's that's my investment into me. And. It, it pays back. I can promise you it pays back. The, the relationships, the people that you hang out with, uh, you know, and you 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 just get a different strata. You just get a diff different look at things. So masterminds are wonderful because I like them because I, you know, they're kind of non-guru oriented. You know, there may be somebody facilitating the mastermind that might have more experience than the others that kind of helps things, but everybody contributes. And sometimes they contribute to each other and they realize, hey, Vic, you've got this problem. I've got some experience in that, but I have an issue. Can you help me based on your experience? And that's how people grow. That's what that's the beauty of masterminds. That's awesome. And then I think uh, for the listeners out there, there's going to be an opportunity to learn about uh, Dr. Tom Burns's mastermind, which is called the Rich Life Mastermind. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. We'll talk about that in a second. But you know what? I'm I'm uh for those of you watching the video version on YouTube, uh, there's a, a map of Africa in the background and there's masks. And I know Tom is an international traveler. So I know a lot of you have learned from us at Limitless that we believe in the five freedoms, you know, financial freedom, which we've talked about a lot, time freedom, which we're trying to show you by 
creating these alternative streams of income that don't require as much labor, you're going to unlock that time freedom. But, you know, geographic freedom is, is huge. So, Tom, how are you able to practice as an orthopedic surgeon, have properties internationally, travel the world with your family, you know, and do these investments? Like, how are we how are we doing that? And why? Like, why is why is that important to you? Here, why well, I, I tell you, I've got core. I spent a long time working on my core values. The big long uh, session on the long time, and my values are adventure, connection, and growth. So, mm -hmm. I already oh, told you what I paid to work on the growth and the connection and adventure. So, uh, you know, it's if you're wise, strong enough, you'll find a way to do it, right? So, whatever I was doing, I always made sure I had money to travel, <laughs> and so. It was just my my hot button. You know, like I told you, my dad was a cop. So we went to Disneyland and we went to Colorado once. So once <laughs> I got once I got a little bit of income, we just traveled and we took the kids when they got older. So you can do it. I mean, guys, if I did it, I did it the slow way. And I think you can do it faster than me with all the resources available. You just it's just one foot in front of the other every day. It's consistency, discipline, persistence. It just works. You don't think that the compound effect is, effect is real, but it is. It takes your it takes your your earnings like this, and then all of a sudden it does this one day. So, I made sure we traveled because that was that was that was part of my life. That was that was like buying groceries. It was a necessary part of my life. So I always made sure we traveled. And I made sure I did the old pay yourself first thing. I made sure we put money into a travel fund first, an investment fund first, and we paid whatever was left. So tried to let that expense creep not happen, though it did anyway. But uh, I put prior priorities about priorities. You know, a lot of people say it's uh, the reason why doctors don't get rich. One of them is every time they get an up level in income, they up level their uh, uh, standard of living and their expenses. Is that uh, what what uh, can you comment on that and then maybe other reasons why doctors don't get rich yeah and and by the way that title was more of a metaphor of the fact that no matter how much you get paid if you get hit by a bus the music stops so you know that's but why doctors don't get rich is one of those things if you have to keep seeing patients you won't really get the riches that you talked about with the five freedoms you don't get the time freedom which is up there's number one uh and then you lose. And then by the time you do get that freedom, you lose your health. Uh, now I already lost track of the question. What was that question again, Vic? <laughs> no, we're just talking about you know, uh, you talk about that uh, sort of that uh, expense creep where doctors ah, yeah. keep uh, trying to you know, they get the they become a partner of the practice, then they buy the bigger house. They they earn more money in the new clinic that they opened, then they buy two new cars, and it's just it's just keep they're they they keep increasing their expenses to match their income while not adding to their asset column, like yeah. as we talked about. It is, it is pervasive. You know, I had somebody once tell me they made it as a physician, made $850,000 a year and had a hundred and hundred to 150,000 left to invest at the end of the year. That's a pretty high expense ratio. So, and we're working on that. So it, it is, it is quite easy because you go through those lean years of med school Unless you're, you know, independently wealthy, you go through med school and you go through residency and you're pretty much dirt until you start working uh, and then you your income increases. Um, you kind of people get that, you know, I deserve this. I worked hard and it and you do. You deserve the nice things in life or things that will make you happy. I try to suggest to folks to maybe, you know, try to, you know, you lived like a resident up till the time you, you became a physician and got a physician salary. Try to live like a resident 
as long as possible because everything extra all goes into your war chest to start those investments. Uh, but it's easy and, it, and it's it's easy to do. It, it happens ubiquitously. It's, you know, Parkinson's principle, you know, uh, uh, expenses will rise to meet income, right? It's just a bastardization of Parkinson's principle. So um, I think you have to be deliberate. You have to truly be deliberate, pay yourself. There's yeah. a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. And the, the main tenet of the book is take one-tenth of your earnings, put it away for yourself, live off of eight, live off of nine-tenths. If physicians did that, that they would always have something to invest, and then you can add to that. Maybe you can do you have a physician income, maybe you can put 10, 20, 30 percent, depending on how much you uh, make. Our, our good friend Grant Cardone suggests, hey, live off of 50 to 40 to 50 percent. <laughs> that may be tough for some of these guys, but yeah, it's the concept is 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 beautiful. So a lot of people may want to work with you, uh, Tom. Um, they may they may, hey, look, this mastermind thing sounds interesting. Where can they find about this uh, mastermind that you've created over the last uh, 12 to uh, 18 months called the Rich Life Mastermind? And it's for people who have been successful. They've exited companies. They have this capital. Now they have to figure out how to invest it. Or they're doctors who have high income and low time. And they're trying to figure out how to like, you know, actually a lot of the people I work with and I know that you work with, Tom, they're what we call high income, low net worth. And those are the people that we really need need help. The high yeah. income, low net worth people really need to start getting the knowledge and investing and in the associations and the in and the in the in the camaraderie of people like you, Tom, and and start working on their you know asset building. So, uh, what's the next steps if someone wants to work with you? Yeah, you bet. And it kind of came along organically. Just you know, it was kind of never planned, but so many people wanted to connect up, and so we tried to connect, we tried to create an environment where everybody's moving forward. The deal flow that you wouldn't normally see as a doctor in all kinds of asset classes and then the education to go along with so you can understand what you're looking at. So if you go to rich.life, www.rich.life, you can find the Rich Life Mastermind. And for your guys, Vic, if you'd like, if they'll go to rich.life forward slash toolkit, there's some free gifts there too, that that stuff that I've used over the last 30 years that can be helpful for, for anybody that's looking to create some passive income. Guys, there's a there's a little Easter egg bonus that uh, Dr. Tom Burns has given us, rich.life slash toolkit. Uh, check it out for all the limitless listeners. And um, he's also a highly successful you know, private equity real estate uh, investor. His company is called Presario Ventures, P-R-E-S-A-R-I-O Ventures. Please check it out. And um, you know, what's what's one message you want to leave to all the physicians out there in the world? Man, hope. Yeah. Everybody can do this. That's I'm like a shining beacon of somebody who knew nothing and just stumbled my way through it. Um, there are so many people like Vic who can guide you and coach you on doing things. Uh, there's there's so hope for sure, guidance from somebody like Dr. Raya, and then action. No, you, know, you can't you can't analyze your way to wealth and freedom. You got to commit some action. And look, we're all doctors. We, we were taught to study, study, measure, measure, cut once. You're going to screw up. You're going to make mistakes. Look at them as learning experiences. They are. You'll move faster if you, if, you, if you take action. Don't let the mistakes get you down. Use them as a learning experience and go move forward, and, and your, your, your trajectory will be a lot steeper. 
That's awesome. Awesome, guys. So uh, with that said, uh, Tom, thank you so much. And I forgot to mention that he's also the physician for the U.S. ski team. So assuming you have really good skiing capabilities there. Yeah, you know, I can get anywhere, but I'm not that good. And when you ski with those guys, nobody's good because I think they were all born with skis on their feet. In fact, a week from today, I leave for Sweden. For Oh, uh, that's for awesome. So, that's so awesome. fun. It's been a nice way to get around the world and uh, watch the kids do their thing. Yeah. Um, so we're hosting an event out in uh, Salt Lake City, my friends. Um, it's called the Physician Wealth Summit. Dr. Tom Burns will be one of the keynote speakers there, along with a few other notable uh, uh, physician entrepreneurs. And uh, there's going to be a lot of skiing because it's right next to Park City. So uh, keep keep that in mind. You'll see all that. But guys, follow him. Uh, get in his ecosystem. Be part of his uh, network. Check out his Rich Life Mastermind. And guys, keep taking action. Um, that's how we're going to get out of this and really be the highest and best version of ourselves. So until next time, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.